to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 318 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along. Uh, half hour of randomness, technology and life is what you're about to get. Maybe some update from us. And uh, <laughs> another shout out to Jeremy Housen, number one podcast fan. Uh, he's the man that knows if something goes wrong with the podcast. <laughs> Let's me know. And, we're uh, we're going to have to put him in the credits as, as our um, uh, quality assurance, assurance yeah. engineer or something. <laughs> uh, it freaks me out. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm away from home and I'm like, damn it. Uh, I there's uh, I forgot to put the audio link into the uh, show post note thing, uh, which triggers it going to the apps. But it was on the front page of the website this time, so I did it back to front, and uh, I can fix it up on my phone, which was good because I was out of town. Yeah, cool. So thank you, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> you're the man. Sam's got a lot on his plate these days. You know, I I don't know. He's not going to get a raise from the podcast. <laughs> that's right that's right, that's right. hey um well, I, I was just saying before we started but I, I think we should have a quick chat about GameStop so you mentioned it last week was it only last week oh possibly yeah 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 so it's been going nuts um, yes so one of the things that I found interesting uh today I listened oh, yesterday today maybe this morning I was listening to an interview with the CEO of Robin Hood, mm. or it was, oh, it was part of an interview. Yeah, he's the a daily. But scummy, that guy. Well, yeah, they, they had a liquidity crisis. Well, he didn't say it in that many words, but effectively they were having a liquidity crisis because they everybody's buying through them, but it's their brokerage has to stump up with the, the, the money to buy all these shares. Yeah. And they're basically buying like a billion dollars in shares or some crap well i don't know how much that number went up to but it was like a real thing that's why they put the the stop on the shares uh potentially or the big investor robin hood are the people that are getting affected by this that are ripping off everybody and they're gaming the system because robin hood gives them data before it goes public ahead of anybody else and anything that man says is really a load of shit <laughs> Okay. Uh, if you are to follow, if you follow Wall Street Bets uh, on Reddit, uh, so Robin Hood and Reddit are the number one and two downloaded podcasts in all the app stores recently, uh, over surpassing. Um, oh, what was it the other day? We were talking about something. Uh, the signal. Signal's not the number one thing anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's all rather crazy. And uh, if you read into it, uh, what they're doing, they've got bots going into Reddit saying, "Oh, you really should be selling this stock, and you should be doing this and that." They're uh, misinforming CNN, and uh, those experts are talking load of crap. They're talking about people on Reddit uh, randomly, like they're pulling people's names out and putting it on TV and going, "Hey, you're uh, yeah, you're like a racist and all this sort of stuff." And they're like, "What?" what? Yeah, it's also it's way more crazy than what you realize. And the main guy, I, I can't bring up his photo to show you right now, but there's a main guy and his, I can't remember what his user handle is, and they've done this big interview piece with him. And he's this hippie looking dude that's in a basement that loves cats and computer programming. And he's just like super laid back, looks like from the 80s, like his whole room looks like from the <laughs> 80s. And he's one of the main guys and he brought up, uh, oh, he's just dumping like, you know, as much as he can into it. And they're just holding and uh, just see how it goes. But he's the guy. He's already been doxxed. Um, so they already know everything about him. They've been going after him. 
Yeah, all sorts of good times. I mean, yeah, okay. So the downside of a a short is that technically there's no limit to how much you can lose, right? So if you if you buy a share assuming it's going to go up mm. and you buy it $10 and you assume it'll go up to $20, the worst that can happen is you'll lose $10 because that's as far down as it could go, yeah. down to zero. But if you short it, that's right. which is you borrow the share and then you've got to pay back the share at whatever price it is at the time it's called in, it could – there's – an infinite amount of loss potentially and that's where these guys have have gone nuts because yeah so the other so GameStop's the one that sort of uh, there's some great memes out there that's the one that's sort of been targeting the other one's Blackberry and the other one is the cinema is it AC what's the cinema uh I've seen it. I physical ACM? A, I'm going, someone's, Adam's going to be yelling at me right now. Sorry, Adam. It's the physical theatres in America. That's the other one that they're saying to buy. Yeah. These other people that have come in are like, oh, you know what's a really good one? Uh, Nokia. And they're like, <laughs> what? Nokia. Okay. And they're like, no, don't listen to them. But um, they said, yeah. And they there's a lot of cool information out there because they're like, they're buying in the dip, right? So it's coming down. And they're like, if you look at the whole overview of it, they're like, nobody's selling. It's the shorting that's creating the dip. And they're saying, oh, no, everybody's selling, start selling. Some of these guys are buying uh, Nintendo Switches and stuff and donating it to children's hospitals. There's a lot of good coming out of this. Yeah. And these guys do not care if they lose it. Like, I know, I know. And I got that. And like, some of the- I was listening to these. Yeah. So I, I will say the New York Times had a uh, their podcast, The Daily, they had a pretty I will say I'll call it balanced although they had the pro thing first and then the anti thing last so that you can say whether that's balanced or not but um and the thing was it's like you guys don't get it you, the, the Wall Street guy I was talking to you don't get it they don't care if they lose it it's play money for these guys you know and yeah it's gone up to $400 a share or whatever it is and they might have bought it at 50 um unrealized profit if they don't sell it they're not losing money on that. They're going to lose the 40 bucks or whatever it was they started with. So, yeah, I mean, so just but but it does it does make me wonder, you know what will happen now? These quote unquote professionals will go, "Oh my god, it's as easy as getting into Reddit to manipulate the stocks and they'll be all over this trying to figure out how to manipulate the next stock thing." Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes, but um, I don't know. We'll just see how it plays out. There's some really cool billboards being put up around America as well for it. Yeah. Uh, with the subreddit, they've got a real crazy... It's like, uh, uh, it looks like the Fallout guy is sort of holding diamonds in his hands, riding a rocket, and that's been put up <laughs> on a billboard. And, uh, one guy was like, I bought a, I brought a billboard at... Um, Times Square in New York. He goes, I don't even live there, but here it is. And it's just this huge billboard talking about like Reddit or one of the memes. And like you've got uh, Elon Musk has been mentioning on it. Um, yeah. Who's that huge angel, angel investor? He's been talking about it. He's come into the story and he's like, yeah. And there's a real high up Indian tech guy. And he was like, just hold. Everyone hold. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, randomly, you've been keeping up with the daily, how it's been dropped from a whole bunch of radio stations? There's a big scandal around no, that? No, because I stopped listening to well, anything. I don't think the Daily's going to talk about their own scandal, but basically, I don't know, Michael Barbaro? Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, dude. He's, he's the guy. He's yeah. got a connection to Caliphate, whatever that is. 
Yeah, and Caliphate was yeah. So you, I know about the Caliphate thing because they did a, a podcast. So Caliphate was a, a, a short series podcast. I, I want to say eight episodes. It might be more, might be less. But yeah. I listened to that a while ago, and it was pretty cool. Uh, what they found out was that the guy that was in the insider in the Caliphate that that told the story and you know yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened was all bullshit. He, oh, okay. He was. That's right. They came out at, and so the New York, and, and that was put on by the New York Times. So the New York Times put out an edition. Um, I think they put it out on the Daily and on the on the Caliphate because I stopped listening to Caliphate and I heard it. I yeah, must yeah. have heard it on the Daily. This is months ago now, though. Yeah, yeah, um, it's been sort and, of building. And basically, it says, "Look, we screwed up." We didn't check this guy enough. This yeah. is what we did. This is what we didn't do. And so all these syndicated places that play it are sort of dropping it. That's okay. all I know. But there seems to be more and more. But it's just, I don't know. It just shows you the sort of like, it doesn't matter how big you are if you're not following the general journalistic principles that we all follow as podcasters. <laughs> we we summon the document. That's right. <laughs> In uh. blood. <laughs> Hey, um, I want to tell you a fun story. I was going to tell you last week. I know. Um, yeah. my, my uncle told me this. So um, I, I have... Oh, well, I, I'll show you the photo afterwards. It's just a stone arch in a park. Stone, stone arch, arch in, in a park. park. Use your imagination. It's called uh, the Henry Swan. The Swan Arch, it's called. Okay. For Henry Swan. Yes. And Henry... Um, so this is in... Oh, crap. I always get the names wrong in Auckland. I th- in Birkenhead? Something yeah, Birkenhead like sounds good. That's Something a place like in that. Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Something like that. I'll, I'll probably get it wrong. But anyway, you can you can Google it, the Henry Arch, or Swan Arch, rather. Oh, okay. Swan Arch. But anyway, so um, so this guy. Henry Swan. Yeah, Henry Swan in oh, Back in the early day. 1900s. Yeah, sounds good. I believe um, you. <laughs> he, he decided he wanted a better life. So he left his wife and their children. Yep. That's what you do. And yep. uh, and he sailed off. Good. Sailed off into the the blue yonder, and he ended up in Birkenhead. And he, oh, hang on, where, where did he come from originally? And so he sailed off, and he ended up in Birkenhead, and he made a new life, and he got a new wife, and he and he yes, got a do. new family, and he he did some great things, um, and so got the the Swan Arch. Which is is sort of cool. So they created the Swan Arch in memory to this dude. Yeah. Okay. I think he. It's part of a building he put oh, together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the only thing that this left is this arch in the okay, park, cool. and it memorialises him. But yeah, that really. So Birkenhead is that's a West thing, eh? I it's that west, it's uh, a westy. Okay. It's a westy story, basically. Yeah, okay, westy story. Because yeah, because um, the punchline to that is where did he leave from? The other east side, I guess. Did he just he left from Devonport? Oh, what? <laughs> what a <That's> west. <laughs> he, he like, but that was the- he sailed like fifty k. <laughs> Not even that. Uh, it started a new life but, but, with a new missus. But you hear that with those history things on the dollop as well. Like all the grifters. There's no social media. Nobody knew anyone. You could just go 20 kilometers down the road, start a new life, rip off more people. Man, those were the days, didn't they? That'd be so good. So, so good. Anyway, that cracked me up. That's such a Westy monument uh, for a Westy sort of thing. Anyway. That's, that's right. Cool. Hey, this woman in the UK, uh, she has a goat farm and uh, she took it over from her mum and she's only like 32, I think. And she didn't know... What to do during COVID? Because obviously, so I've got I've got a question, and this might be a dumb question, mm. but a goat farm 
does what exactly? Is that they share the goats? Do they eat the goats? Do they milk the goats? What? What's this goat? one doesn't really. Uh, oh, it says it usually supplements its income by hosting weddings and educational visits. This farm. So I don't think it's the biggest farm in the world. Right. But okay. uh, yeah, no. So anyway, so she was like, what to do? Uh, she's like, uh, how about goats on Zoom? That's what we're going to do. So she advertises this thing somehow uh, on social media, I guess. Uh, pay me five pounds and hire a goat. And I'll just basically join your video conference uh, and just pop up and there'll be a goat there. There's a goat. <laughs> so that's all good. Um <laughs> Freaking awesome! So I pay five pounds for that on the next on the next podcast. Me, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, so she started it in like April when the first lockdown happened. Yeah, uh, she woke up to two hundred emails requesting the service straight away, and she's made over fifty thousand pounds. Holy crap! That's uh, awesome. People from all around the world: US, Russia, China, and Australia. Uh, some people donate more than $5 because they really like it. And some people, uh, the, the team's struggling to keep up with the amount of calls they have to do. Uh, but she says it's a lot more fun and easier than selling manure. And uh, some people ring in like every Saturday to check in with uh, Margaret the goat. Margaret the goat. Yeah. Like the, the number one most popular goat. Uh, it's <laughs> the one that these people like that on a Saturday. They want to see what Margaret or Marge uh, is up to. That's that's amazing. Hey, um, we we talked a little bit about shares at the beginning. Uh, maybe I should have linked to that, that before. But you know, you're at the end of times, right? <laughs> when the California is now selling water futures on. Uh, sorry, Wall Street are now trading Californian water futures. I think they'll trade anything they can. Yeah, they will. But when you've now got a price on on water. That's right. It's a commodity like oil or gold. Oh, I know. And yeah, but nothing ever went wrong with that. No, but that's the same here in New Zealand when the stupid councils down south or up here or wherever work out how much is in the aquifer or whatever it's called with the amount of water yeah. underneath and they sell the rights to it to like Nestle or some stupid company, overseas company, for a bottling plant and they sell it for, say, two so- cents a litre. Not even that. I think they basically give it away. It's some stupid price. It's like 50000 100000 200000 whatever you want. And they go, here you go. And they will suck as much water out of there as possible and bottle as much as humanly possible and sell it for a huge amount of profit. And it's absolutely bonkers. I don't think there's one somewhere that I don't think has gone ahead because I think they kicked up a stink and said, you do understand how much money they're going to make. Yeah. Anyway, but... Uh, yeah, at least... Lisa to New Zealanders, you're going to pay tax here. Because you know Nescafe oh. and that are not going to pay tax in this country. Oh, no, no. They're all based in Ireland. Nowhere else. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, talking about climate change, because that's everyone's favourite topic. Let's come out today. Uh, what we should do to help New Zealand's emissions, because we're part of the Paris uh, Agreement, is uh, we're not going to have any LPG after 2025 for anything. Barbecues, they're out. Bottles of LPG, they're out. New buildings, you're not getting LPG. Retrofit anything, get rid of the LPG. Uh, that's what they've decided to bring out in this report. Uh, all seems a little bit crazy. Um, and and uh, existing natural gas and buildings should also be phased out by 2050. We'll do that as well. Weird, eh? Uh, um, so, okay. so this I'm not got- sure how I feel about that. So this, I don't eat meat, and no. so I don't barbecue. I don't really give a shit. But at no. the same time, it's it's that's not 
going to so, go down well. So this guy said 90% of all uh, restaurants and stuff in the country use gas. It's super efficient, it's quick, it's controllable, and it's immediate. If they need to cook you something, do it straight away. If it's electric, takes forever. There's new induction stuff coming out, but uh, it's quite expensive. They're not sure about that. And uh, there's, it's interesting. Like, There's a couple of comments on this story, uh, which you can find on our show notes. And one of the guys was like, if they just stopped cutting down all the pine trees, we would have enough trees to offset everything in this country, which is, and apparently there's a report done on that. This guy says, points to it. And this other guy says, look, I understand what they're trying to do. And it's good that we're part of this global uh, conversation and discussion and that. But he said, we are a very unique country. We are, you know, we're an island nation. There's only so much we can do. Because the other thing is, by twenty around about that same time, they're not going to be bringing in any more um, gas-powered cars, eh? That's the thing that they want to do, too. Yeah. Um, so the Chris and Sam, you heard it here first, folks. The Chris and Sam <coughs> Solar Barbecue will be uh, put online, available for purchase within at least two years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool no, cool. but that's right, right? If they're gonna do you that want sort of some thing. warm chicken breast warmed by the sun? Chris doesn't care. He doesn't eat meat. He'll be like, yeah, that's done. Eat that. Absolutely. Um, actually, just on that climate control, I, have you seen the photos of the um, the ice in the Sahara? It had a, a snowfall, icefall. Oh, real? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, about nine days ago, I think. Oh. This was ten days ago. Because it does get pretty cold at night. Yeah, what yeah. I understand. Um, but um, yeah, so oh, January the nineteenth. So yeah, it was, it was a while ago. Um, one of the world's driest places awoke to an otherworldly dusting of frost. Mm. Um, so uh, while summer temperatures in the region regularly soar to thirty-eight degrees C, um, January days average a much milder fourteen degrees C. Um, but Tuesdays was after minus three degrees, mm. which is quite a range. It's quite a drop from 14 being there. So average. does that mean that the climate's stuffed because it's happening there, or is it just a freak occurrence, I, or did they? Or do we know? I Can we just th- make I, something up? I, well, let's make something up, because I don't think they know. Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't really... It does say a few things, but honestly... Okay. It's not the first time it's happened. Uh, it happened in 2018, I think. Mm. And 20, 2005, 2012, and 2018. Excellent. So, anyway, I, uh, we'll link to that article because some of the photos are pretty impressive. Yes. Right, that was me. Uh, everything's getting old, Chris. Uh, Video LAN is 20 years old. <laughs> Including me. Video LAN is celebrating That's 20 VLC, years. Eh? It is. I wondered if you knew what that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So video- I love v- VLC. Yes, all that questionable content you're watching. Vi- uh, video Land Console is VLC. Yeah. Uh, do you know much about it? Uh, no. no. It, I, it's the traffic light thing. A traffic cone thing, I mean. It is. It is. It's just a, a, a cone. Uh, if you do not use it, you should check it out. Uh, it plays almost every file known to mankind. Oh, yeah. And that's all I've used it's for, a- oh, God knows, probably 15 years. Because 20 years ago, I think I was probably still using Winamp. Yeah, um, if you recall that, <laughs> um, or Windows Movie, Windows Media Player. Yeah, was the other one. Uh, no. So uh, started in France, uh, and it sounds like it was part of a student sort of project. And because it's um, open source, eh? Is it? Yeah, they yeah. made it all open yeah, source yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And there's a whole team working on it nonstop. Yeah, so it's pretty good. 
Yeah, no, it, it's it's the software. Like at work, uh, when I was working at uh, um, Telecom and we were trainers, because we had to play files all the time. Yeah, we always downloaded that to every computer we worked on because. It was the only thing you could use, or to, to to play, you know, WMVs and MP3s, and you know, we're talking a few years back, uh, MP4s. I mean, uh, and so yeah, it was pretty cool. Yes, yeah, twenty years old. The yeah. other thing that sounds cool, and I think you put this in here, but I'm just reading it. So there's a Gothenburg Film Festival reviewer competition. There was. It's uh, it's over now, so you're out of luck. But I don't um, know if I'd want to do it. Uh, so, read, tell me a bit more about this thing. So, the competition was, um, they wanted a film reviewer. Oh, and yeah. they wanted an yeah. amateur film reviewer. Yeah, good. 60 films to be reviewed in a week. I just saw the week bit. I For some reason, I thought it was longer. No, no, it's, that, a, it's only a week. Oh, it might have been 12 days. It was something like but that. But that's a lot of movies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they um, in a lighthouse. Or maybe it was two weeks, but anyway. So they, they, I don't know why they're putting them in a lighthouse. For oh two no, weeks. you want to put them in a lighthouse because publicity. Oh yeah, exactly. exactly. It, it was it was pretty cool, and I guess they're all in isolation. So it's like, how would you like to be even more isolated? <laughs> this lighthouse is on an island. <laughs> Like off that's the right. Coast. That's and, right. And um, yeah, but twelve thousand people applied for it. So, what, what do you reckon makes a good candidate? Well, she, the woman that got it was yes. a nurse oh. who's a bit of a movie buff on the side. Oh, right? Adam, did you apply yeah. for this? <laughs> like the only person I could think of, like literally, like the people we know, like out of all the people, Adam would be like. Yes. Sounds like a great holiday. <laughs> oh yes! If you listen, when you listen to this, Adam, let us know if you would do that. If someone offered you the opportunity and said, "This is what you have to do," and there's no, you don't have to worry about anything else. Everything and, else and is taken care of. The family was okay with you doing it. Yeah, yeah, everything's good. Would you do that? Yeah, yeah. Let us know. That'd be interesting. But yeah, so um, I, I just thought it was good. I thought it was cool because it really was all about the promotion. Because um, you remember a few years ago they had that big Hamilton Island. Um, yeah, yeah, it went mental. Yeah, and that yeah. was to look up. Was that to look after it for a year or do something yeah, there for a year? Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, Alan, my mate Alan, went over and did that. Yeah, I think he won it, didn't Alan Dixon? He was he's a big YouTuber. Anyway, um, met him at TEDx Queenstown. Oh, cool down there. So anyway, um, cool. Uh, what else we got? Uh, a four-year-old in um, South Wales. Daddy's taking her along because she loves to walk along the beach and pick up shells and... This um, is like a story like last week. Yeah, and, and different things. And she fi- found, oh, Daddy, look, a footprint. And uh, he took a photo of it, went back and went showed his wife, and his wife went, oh, that looks pretty impressive, and sent it off to some archae- uh, a local archaeology club or something like that. And... Uh, Everything went mental. So it's a pristine footprint in mud that's solidified of a 220 million year old dinosaur in South Wales. What? That's um, mental. Now, having had some of our other discussions from previous episodes, I was waiting for them to tell us the height, weight, smoking status and gender of the dinosaur. Yeah. But apparently they don't know crap about it. They know it's probably, uh, what do they say, between 50 and 75 centimetres tall um, and likely a little scavenger slash bug-eating type thing. 
But apparently it was a big deal, and they sent these scientists, uh, archaeologists, whatever, and, and, and removed sometimes, the stone. Uh, sometimes I just think they get a bit carried away, and it's well, might if that's, be... if that's what your life is all about... That's true. That's you know, true. You know. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, last week it was ambergris, that's right, and this week it's... Um, a dinosaur footprint. Oh, we should be going to the beach more, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. Old uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the robot human that he is, uh, got a, he's been a bit upset uh, last couple of days. So basically, the gist of it is Apple's changing its privacy settings, which will make it harder for Facebook and others to collect data on Apple users for ad targeting. Because Apple is a bit more privacy-centric with some things, right? So then Facebook, he, he loses the plot and he's warning his investors. Apparently he's been really animated, like the most he's ever been about this, which is saying a lot. His voice went up half an octave. Maybe. So he, uh, yeah, he said that the changes will likely impact Facebook's business and he's warning them that this is going to cause problems. So they're going to have... Now, why is it going to cause them problems? It's going to cause Facebook problems. Yeah, it's going to cause Facebook problems oh, oh, because okay, Facebook yeah. can't track you everywhere you go forever. If you don't know how online marketing works and you wonder why you see ads for the thing that you were just looking for, that's usually a Facebook pixel. Yes. Uh, they track you. It's a big thing. Whereas if you just happen to be talking about something on the phone, they're not listening. usually Google. They're not listening, but... I, it's happened so yeah, many times. Yeah, it happens times. all the time. But yeah. basically, they're trialing a notification that's going to pop up on Facebook to warn you about the changes to Apple's privacy policy and do you accept it or not. That makes no sense. But anyway, there might be a pop-up that you'll see on Facebook and it's basically them freaking out because they might be losing some money. Did you see that post on uh, LinkedIn with that woman? Uh, it's been floating around. It has quite a few shares and stuff. And I don't know who she is. She's somebody that made millions of dollars on Facebook somehow. I don't know how or what she does. Is it like an ad thing? No, No, it's it's an actual post that someone wrote. This woman wrote it and she said, look, I made my millions on Facebook. I've done really well, made all these connections and stuff. But she goes, I just can't deal with it anymore. I can't deal with the intrusion, the privacy issues, this and that. I'm out deleting it. And there's a whole bunch of people just leaving Facebook. Apparently, it's in the millions last couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard a few people saying that. Actually, just while you're on that, Apple versus Facebook, um, you talked about Clubhouse last last week, week before. Yeah, I think so. At some point, I did. Yeah, so I... Did was, you get your invite? Yes. Excellent. Except... What? It's only available on Apple at the moment. I've got an Android. Oh, I didn't realise it was Apple. Yeah, I, I didn't realize so it was Apple I've got to wait a few weeks. Uh, uh, and then I can, we wonder if we can check on the iPad. Uh, well, I haven't got I haven't got got the invite. I got offered an invite, and then mm. they got, they asked me um, Jim, uh, Jim Argentina. Yeah, I know. Jim. I know it was Jim Argentina. I saw it because yeah, yeah, yeah. it popped up. And the amount of stuff that it shows you randomly. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. So um, so I saw some, I heard some talk about that, and uh, some big investment type people were like, yeah, it's a cool concept and stuff. And it's got scarcity at the moment and all the big names are on there. And that's really good. But once it's open, they're like, we don't see how that would work or make money, really. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I, I don't know. I, but I'm this- just curious to see what sort of conversations are going on there. I mean, honestly, I don't want to spend time on Facebook. The Nobody does. The thing I like on Facebook now is groups. There's a whole bunch of groups I'm, I'm part of. Yeah, groups is pretty good. And I think that's probably the thing that's saving it at the moment. Yeah. And Marketplace will be very useful in the next two weeks when I put a load of crap uh, I mean, 
high quality really products. high quality, valuable um, ornaments from around the studio podcast studio. <laughs> like, That's right. Those sorts of things on before we uh, have to move. Yes. Uh, good thinking there. All right, so uh, that's pretty much us. Oh, that, did you have this drone swarms thing? Oh, yeah, I did, actually. Uh, so basically it says uh, the head of Army Futures Command, his name's General John Murray, he told a webinar uh, at the Centre for Strategic and International Studies that humans will probably not be able to fight swarms of enemy drones and that the rules governing human control over artificial intelligence might actually need to be relaxed uh, because he said um, there's just so many drones that they could fly at once. And, uh, yeah. So this. So instead of Space Force, Trump should have got Drone Force? Well, yeah, probably. Because they've got the rules on the use of autonomous weapons, according to the Pentagon, they require meaningful human control over any lethal system. Um, but he said they need to talk about a bit more about AI taking over because the swarms can synchronize their attacks. So the assault comes in from all directions at once and you can just overwhelm people. And I mean, there was that guy, oh, there was a guy on uh, Reddit talking about, um, you know, the drone shows that look like fireworks and stuff. And he was setting up one and he works for a big company and he said the biggest thing is making sure they're all charged. And he was, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, no, no, because he said, but it, 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 the system can take care of it, and they've got a custom built system. And he goes, it's not as complicated as what you think it would be. But it's really cool, and they program in what they need to do. And I think his swarm was, I think it was, I'm sure it's something to do with Dell or HP. It was like something they put on, and he did it. And I think he had something like five thousand drones, uh, but he said he could do up to twenty thousand without a problem. And he said the biggest problem is you transport them all and you have you got to set them all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and pair them up to make sure they're all communicating and they've got the latest data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he said Which it would take days. time, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then it all goes. But this guy goes, yeah, it's really easy, actually. You just get, boo, and then take off. What could go wrong? I'm waiting for one of them just to... Take out to, a plane or Someone something. will hack him and they'll just come after you. Because imagine if all, like, you, even if you had, like, 100 drones hitting you. Like, if they couldn't do anything but apart from fly into you. Yeah, with yeah, all their pretty bad palas and blades. Anyway, with that nice thought, which will uh, uh, wait for the film. That's right. <laughs> Produced oh, by the Chris and Sam. So the real quickly, the GameStop film rights uh, have already been made and sold. That's already a done deal. Oh, is it? Yep, I saw that pop up the other day. I don't know who's done it or anything, but I just saw the headline. So oh, cool, cool, cool. Anyway, until next week. Uh, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.